Hello everyone, Kagan here, uh, here on my friend Tay's podcast, Real Talk Sports, to discuss our Dynasty League on the Sleeper app, uh, also Real Talk Sports Dynasty League. Uh, here to discuss my back-to-back championships, the state of my roster, and the upcoming draft. A uh, few things I want to put out there first, uh, went back and listened to last year's episode where we did my post-draft recap, and I realized that my good buddy Tay was throwing a lot of shade on my picks and self-proclaimed that he would win the league that year. So uh, I think neither of those went so well for him. I'm not really going to discuss a whole lot that I discussed last year. So if you want to go check out what my roster looked like last year, make sure you go check out that episode. Uh, but my roster hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, there are some positions that I feel are, uh, of concern going into the year, um, but we'll see how, uh, everything shakes out. It's still a little early. I do have some guys, uh, that could get some bigger roles depending on where they go, uh, in free agency, if they go anywhere, uh, and then I have some guys that could also get some bigger roles from some other guys going places, so, um, we'll start off with what I believe is my strongest position, uh, and that's wide receiver. Uh, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, uh, DK Metcalf, DJ Chark, Hardman, Jacoby Myers, Josh Reynolds, and Cole Beasley. Uh, you know, some of those guys on the back end are really just roster depth. Uh, I don't have any wide receivers. Uh, I take that back. I have Gabriel Davis in my taxi slot. From last season, I did add him later in the year. I liked his chemistry with Josh Allen, so maybe that can continue to develop. But the the four guys we're going to focus on here are going to be Ridley, Hopkins, DK, and Chark. Uh, Ridley, Hopkins, and DK, in my opinion, three of the top five receivers in the league. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and DK, arguably in the conversation for the number one receiver in the league. Uh, so uh, I think we all know enough about them. I can I can see Ridley's role expanding as Julio gets older. Uh, unfortunately, I think maybe my guys will try to trade Julio after this season. He's too expensive this year; they can't afford it. But maybe uh, maybe after this year. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Julio, in my opinion, is the goat. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, he plays a position that age does not do him any favors in. So. Uh, unfortunately, I do think Ridley's going to have a bigger role going forward. Uh, we all know what you're getting in DeAndre Hopkins, and I think DK made huge strides last year uh, to come along uh, as in, in the conversation as maybe the top receiver in the league. He possibly, he definitely is physically, but possibly as a receiver. Um, and then DJ Chark, I felt like, took a step backwards last year. Uh, coming out of his 2019 season, he had a really good year. Uh, and then 2020, in my opinion, he, he took a step back. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with quarterback play. Uh, he's a deep threat. They didn't have the ability to push the ball down the field very much. I think uh, with them bringing in Trevor Lawrence, I think he'll bounce back really nicely, and I'll have a, a solid four guys I could play every week. And if not, I could still use him as a spot starter. Uh, next, we'll jump into quarterback. Uh, you know, I took Joe Burrow last year with the first overall pick, and, and I got some flack about it. Um, you know, maybe I did it because I was an LSU fan, but I really liked Joe Burrow. Um, I I believed in the system he played in that last year at LSU. Really, really 
uh, set him up for immediate success in the NFL. And, and he was on well on his way. Uh, five of his first seven games, over 300 yards. Uh, you know, injuries were definitely going to be a concern, as many hits as he was taking. So that is scary. Uh, I, I still will not be relying on him going into this season. I will still be rolling with uh, Matty Ice, yours truly, I know. Uh, so I think Matt Ryan is, is capable of leading me to a championship for the third year in a row, especially with the group of guys I have around him. Uh, so I'm not really concerned there. Uh, you know, I think he finished right outside the top 10 in our scoring last year, uh, 12th maybe, I think, which is good enough to get me to a championship. He can maybe slip a little bit, uh, go to, you know, 14-15 and still win, or he, he could jump up into that top 10 again, getting Julio back, bringing in Arthur Smith. Who knows what they're going to do with that offense. I'm excited for it. So uh, that's pretty much uh, where I'm at, at at QB and wide receiver. I feel really confident in those two positions. Um, the two positions I am concerned about uh, are tight end and running back. Uh, more so uh, with tight end, it's more about depth. Uh, I do have Evan Ingram, which the Giants just stated they're going to continue to feature him in the offense. The problem is I don't have anyone on my bench after that. Uh, so we all know Ingram battles injuries every year. Uh, I do have Devin Asiasi from New England, who I have in my taxi. I'm not really ready to activate him out of the taxi. I think he could still have a role in that offense, uh, it depends, though. Uh, but again, not ready to activate him. So uh, tight end is a concern going into this season. Uh, you know, maybe I can make some trades to, to get some depth. Uh, maybe Ingram stays healthy and I don't need that depth. Uh, who knows? I'm definitely going to have to add somebody for a bye week. But we'll see how that works out. Uh, and then running back. Uh, which I came into last season really confident about, I'm not so confident anymore. Um, uh, so as far as running backs go, on my current roster, uh, I won this bat this second year championship playing Chubb and Kareem Hunt every week. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that long term and be successful. Uh, it worked last year for me. They both had a big role in the offense. I was really hanging on to Hunt last year, hoping that he would go somewhere else, but I think he signed that extension, so he's there for a few more years. Um, so it looks like I, I hate having two running backs on the same team, especially when I was having to play them both every week. Uh, in case you guys don't remember, I did trade for Barkley. Uh, so, you know, I was without Barkley. That hurt me. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, didn't have a really, uh, I guess, strong role in that Tampa offense until later in the year. Uh, and then Singletary, in my opinion, took a step back from his rookie season also. Uh, they definitely got Zach Moss involved a lot more, and I think they're going to bring in another running back. So that, that kind of worries me. Um, if Barkley – I will say this. If Barkley comes back healthy – and he returns to form. We are points per carry league, even if he's not putting up great uh, yards per carry numbers. He's going to be a part of that offense. Uh, so I'd have Barkley and Chubb. I'd feel really good about that. 
Uh, if Leonard Fournette gets on with a team where he could be a lead back or or at least a, a focal point in the offense, getting 10 to 15 carries a game, I'd feel really good about playing him in a flex spot. Um, and then on my taxi, I have A.J. Dillon, Keyshawn Vaughn, LaMichael Piron. Uh, A.J. Dillon was another pick that uh, Tay kind of criticized me for last year. I took him in the second round. Uh, I said then that I really didn't think Aaron Jones would return to Green Bay. Uh, they did not tag him. I don't foresee them re-signing him. He's going to cost too much. Uh, so I'm interested to see what Dylan's role is going to be. Uh, I could possibly activate him out of the taxi a couple games into the season if he has a good role, and that would help that depth at running back, which is one of my concern areas. Uh, and then uh, if... Fournette does indeed go somewhere. I could see that opening up some more playing time for Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, so waiting to see how that works out. Uh, and then I have LaMichael Piron also in my taxi. Uh, I was a little disappointed at how little the Jets used him last season. Uh, you know, I get they had Frank Gore. Frank Gore's been around forever, but I felt like they were not really playing for anything, uh, if not for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, which they lost. Uh, so if, if they were not going to play for anything, I really felt like they should have featured P. Ryan Moore and see what they had. I do think he could be a solid running back in the NFL. Uh, it, it may not pan out. It may. It may. Who knows? Uh, so I do have some guys on my taxi that I might be able to add to depth, but not not a whole lot. So... Uh, Kareem Hunt is someone I will keep my eye on throughout the year. If Barkley comes back healthy and Dylan has a solid role in the Green Bay offense, I would feel really good with Chubb, Dylan, and Barkley, and then possibly Fournette, depending on where he lands. I would feel really good about that, and I would probably look to, to trade Kareem Hunt to someone who needs some running back depth. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt's really good pass catcher, PPR, so um, he gets a lot of goal line work. I think he could be an asset for some other teams. I actually started shopping him this offseason, uh, and then I felt like uh, people were wanting to trade me far less than what he is. Uh, people look at, oh, he's on a team where he's, you know, with Nick Chubb, you got two running backs. Okay, and, and I see that. I really do. But when I look back at what he brought to that offense, uh, you know, his first two years with them, I mean, he was he was a PPR machine. Uh, he finished 10th in, in PPR scoring last year. So, you know, people like to say, oh, well, he's the second option. Well, he was still a top 10 running back. Uh, do I think he'll be a top 10 running back again? Probably not, but he's not going to drop much. That offense really uses both of their backs really well, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, so I think I could get some value out of him later in the year if I needed to, uh, if my running backs uh, come back the way I hope they do, uh, and I'd feel a lot better about him. But right now there's a lot of concerns going into him. Injury concern with Barkley. Uh, Singletary no longer part of the offense, I feel like. Fournette, where's he going to be? What role is he going to have? A.J. Dillon, what role is he going to have? So uh, definitely outside of Chubb, <laughs> I've got some question marks. So that that does concern me. Uh, we already talked about uh, being weak at tight end. Maybe I could flip Hunt for a tight end later in the season. Uh, 
And then looking at uh, my defense, we are an IDP league. Uh, I took Chase Young really early in last year's draft. I think I drafted him in the third round, which everyone was like, what is he doing? Uh, might have even been the second round, actually. I'm not sure. I, I think it might have been the second round. Who knows? Um, but either way, um, he finished eighth overall defensively. Um, not just defensive line, overall defensively, he finished eighth overall. Uh, if you guys remember last year's episode, I talked about, uh, defense hurt me a little bit in the first season. I lost a couple close games where my defense performed terribly. And I felt like if I could have improved my defense a little bit, uh, it would have made my team better. So I did draft Chase Young and I drafted Xavier McKinney last year. Now Xavier McKinney did not go the way I wanted it to. Uh, but luckily I had Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal kind of had a, a bounce-back season last year for Atlanta. You know, I'm going to be interested to see what he does. So I still have him at DB. Now I have Devin White at linebacker. He's an absolute monster, another one of my LSU guys. Uh, so I feel pretty good on, on defense, uh, especially with Chase Young and the defensive line spot, uh, my linebacker spot, Devin White. Uh, DB, I could go for some depth there. I do have... Rap and McKinney on my bench. I've been playing Neil, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then we have an IDP spot that can kind of play anyone. I played Blake Martinez there last year. Um, I don't know how many more great years Martinez has in him. He kind of had a down year last year. Uh, he still had 151 tackles, but he didn't make any big plays. Uh, so I might I might look to add some depth there. Probably not through the draft, but but we'll see. Uh, speaking of draft, going into the draft, uh, like I said, I uh, already have five guys on my taxi that I do not really want to activate, so I really need to focus on drafting players that can play now for me, um, and that's going to be hard. Uh, so I, I did win, obviously, so I have, we're a 10-team league, uh, so I have the 10th pick in the first round. I have three picks in the third round. Uh, the second, the sixth, and the tenth, but I don't have a pick in the second round. Uh, lost that and all the trading I did last year. Uh, well, the year before, and then I have the fourth and fifth round. So it's gonna be hard for me to find guys that can play now with those picks. Um, depending on how that first round goes, uh, I have my eyes on a player in that tenth spot that I really like that I really think I can get there depending on how uh, the first round goes. Uh, if I can't get the guy I am discussing, uh, I will be adding uh, a depth guy that will go to my taxi. He will definitely have to go to my taxi. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a reach, but because I don't have that second round pick, there's no way he would come back to me. Uh, so if my first option's off the board in that first round, I will definitely be reaching in the second round. Um, but we'll see how it works out. Um, I've done a couple mocks, and the third round is tough, man. It really is tough. There's some guys I can add there that I like for depth, uh, that I'm going to need to add for depth, but I, I don't know what their roles are going to be, so it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, so... Uh, look, I know I've, I've kept you for 15 minutes. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys get to it. But uh, overall, I feel like my team's in a really good spot to go for a three-peat. 
Uh, I'm not going to self-proclaim it like Tay because I do have some roster uh, scares, I guess you should say. But I feel like my team's in really good position, especially if Barkley comes back. Um, I think I got the best wide receivers in the league, uh, core at least. There's some guys that have some great receivers as well, but I just don't think anybody can compete with Ridley, Hopkins, and DK. Those three are, to me, like, how did I get those guys? Uh, and and we'll see. We'll see what this year brings. Uh, maybe I'll come back and talk to you guys next year uh, with the third championship belt in a row under my under my uh, waist here. So we'll see. Uh, as always, uh, glad glad to be on here. Thanks for having me. Uh, be sure to stay tuned. Uh, great things coming from the podcast this season.